What is going on, Universal Sports Hub? My name's Colin. We're back talking football. I'm sitting here with Ricky, Big Yags, TK Smoot, and we got a special guest, Alyssa Adams, working for CBS Philly Sports and Digital Producer. Welcome to the show for the first time. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us. Let's talk some Nick Foles. Signed a four-year deal with Jacksonville. 88 million, 51 guaranteed. What do you think about that, fellas? Hey, I mean, it's a good pickup for Jacksonville. You know, can he work with that offense? He's got a couple of decent receivers who can spread the field for him. Can the O-line protect for him? Can the running game work for him? I, I mean, their defense is, I think it's still there. You know, they're going to be a decent team still. Yeah, Jacksonville, the team, they think if they get that quarterback, they're right back in that 2017 form. I, I got to see it first. Like TK said, that O-line, got to protect them. They got the weapons, though, so we'll see what happens. Any I've been a big fan of this one since we knew he was going to leave the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I definitely think it was a good pickup. You have DiFilippo down there who knows a system that's going to work for Foles. Um, you, they just signed A.J. Can to a three-year, uh, $15 million deal. He's going to be Foles' protection. You have Marquise Lee coming back. T.J. Yeldon's a free agent, so that's questionable. But they do have uh, Corey Grant, who I think has a lot of potential after his rookie year to be something special down there. Um, I'm a big fan of this move. I think the one thing last year that hurt the Jags' defense as well, I think they'll, I agree, I think they'll get back to that 2017 form. That offense couldn't do anything to stay on the field. They were turning it over, putting them in bad spots after bad spots. Why do you think Ramsey was snapping half the time on the sideline? They were getting no help. They were playing a great defensive game. Like, look at that Steelers game last year. They were shutting that team down all game, but they couldn't win because they couldn't do anything offensively. I'm pretty sure they beat the Colts 3-0 in a game. Yes. Whatever it was, but I mean, you have the Colts at zero points in a game when they were – after that week, they went off. They were red hot, averaging yeah. what thirty something a game at that point. Yes, yeah, so, I mean the defense is still there. The offense got to get rolling. I think with Nick Foles, they can do it. I'm curious to see. I mean, Nick Foles is a huge piece. I mean, that's what Jacksonville's been missing. But I think one of the biggest things is going to be Leonard Fournette being healthy because absolutely, he's Nick Foles. We know what he can do. He can win a Super Bowl. I mean, in front. the right system. Yeah. In the right system, that's true. So can they... But he's got his guy down there already. Can, can they get Leonard Fournette head right after a Week 17 meltdown he had? And that's the thing. they got to get his head right. I'm not worried about that. Right. I mean, when you're yeah. playing sports, sometimes you, you do meltdown. No, I mean, it's not... But if not, is Corey Grant your guy? Yeah. Could be. Can he develop into being the number one that they might need? That's just a reoccurring problem for the Jaguars, just trying to find a steady running back. I mean, you thought Yeldon was going to be the guy a couple years ago. Then, nope. And then you get Fournette, who can't stay healthy. Now you're going for a possible third guy now over the course hey, of Don't get us wrong. Fournette's on the field. He's an absolute monster when yeah. he's healthy. That's the problem. But if you look at last year, too, all the running backs that did come in they did of, their job. They kind of were a one-trick pony when Fournette was on the field. They knew it was running the ball because Fournette was going to throw the ball. Yeah, but so, now they got Nick Foles. Yeah, wish him well, but see what happens. You know, still got to go out there and put it on the field. While we're on the topic of Nick Foles, did any of you guys read his thank you Philly letter that he yes. put out today? Yeah, yeah, that. Put it, did it Good not give you all Good the feels? Yeah. All the feels. Um, definitely think it was funny that he uh, thanked Chip Kelly. <laughs> That's the last thing I thought he was going to thank, but. He's too nice not to, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's going to. I think he'll always be welcomed back with 
open arms. Hey, you, my sure. eyes. You can wear Nick Foles Eagles jersey for the rest of your life. Absolutely. He's a legend. Hey, a legend. Big Nick Foles. Forever. Never, 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 Welcome back, everybody. Let's talk some winners and losers. Let's start with the winners. With me, I, you guys know how much I love the Cleveland Browns. I think they're a huge winner getting arguably at the top three receiver, top five of some people. Odell Beckham heading to Cleveland with Olivier Vernon, and you're pairing him up with Jarvis Juice Landry. Oh, my God, and Baker Scott. He, he's not going to know what to do with himself. Cleveland, that's all, man. I don't know how you were able to pull that one off. Anybody else got anything to say about Cleveland? I mean, that's just a great pickup for them. I mean, in a division that got a lot weaker, you know, I mean, the Cincinnati, who, you know, you got the Baltimore Ravens and the Steelers, I mean, you can say they lost a couple pieces, but I mean, they also have pieces that are still in the, still available to them. So, I mean, I think that they're the second best team in the, in the division right now. Baker's got his pieces. He's got Landry. He's got, he's got uh, OBJ now. Possibly Kareem Hunt for a steal. Yeah. Um, about Njoku. Yep. And Njoku might benefit from all this. 27 touchdowns in 14 games last season, 14 interceptions. His biggest challenge this season is interceptions. He can't throw them. When you have OBJ down there and you have Jarvis Landry, you have Njoku, you have all of, these, all of these options, all of these threats. You cannot throw interceptions like that. But another thing the Browns, they got to also address, even though they're getting – a, a top receiver like that, that defense has to come to play and make stops when needed. Mm -hmm. It's not a guarantee they're going to be able to put up 30 a game that people might expect them to put up. The offensive line has to protect for Baker. So a lot has to go, uh, a lot has to go into this. Great trade. Big moves. Definitely a, a winner so far. Yeah. I mean, Cleveland, we're so used to it on the being the laughing stop of the yeah, NFL. You think of the Cleveland Browns, and it's just like a joke. But now it's they're not a joke. The it's Cleveland Browns. It's I I can't remember in my lifetime thinking of like oh no the Cleveland Browns we played them this week. This <laughs> might be the first time that I actually am worried about playing the Cleveland Browns. And, and, and Nick Chubb too. I mean they still got the ongoing investigation with Kareem Hunt. Whether or not he's suspended or not, Nick, Nick Chubb can run the football. He runs hard. So just having him with Baker, it's going to make his job a lot easier. But like you said. The offensive line and defense, that's their big questions. Got to hit in the drift. Yeah, and the Rick's point, I mean, the word Browns and playoffs really never go together. We got to start getting used to it because, I mean, they're going to contend barring like something significantly going wrong or devastating injuries. They're going to be in that hunt. I, I don't care if it's day one of free agency of the, the new NFL year. I'll put it on the podcast right now. The Browns are going to win the division and they're going to the playoffs. Put it on there right now. Well, um, yeah, I agree. It's on there now, but I'm uh, going to say if you win the division, you automatically go to the playoffs. They're going to win this division. It's theirs to lose. But we got other winners, so let's not just talk about the Browns. The Oakland Raiders made some big moves. They get A.B. Terrell Williams. Big contract for him. Marcus Joyner and what was the off? I forget the other. Brent Brown. Brent Brown. Big moves. And they got Derek Carr. He's got to have a bounce back here. I know T.K.'s got some... Something to say about Derek Carr. I mean, I like Derek Carr. I don't know what 
what you think I was talking about earlier, but I mean, I think if you give Derek Carr a little bit of time back there, he's going to be fine. He take a couple years ago when he was going off before he got hurt. Yeah. That Raiders team would have been t- semi decent in the playoffs. Yeah. But, you know, Carr goes down. But, I mean, like, they protected come, him come, really well. That yeah, day. he protected him. He, he looked really good. My, my point when we were talking off air was do at draft day maybe trade Derek Carr to a team that needs a quarterback no. and draft one. Yeah, I wouldn't trade Carr. Get Carr Draft one to be your rookie I, quarterback I with Antonio Brown as your wide receiver. I don't know if I like that kind of 31 year old yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah. He might yeah. be wasted his, his last few best years. You, you got to get everything you can out of him. Carr deserves that chance, in all honesty, as well. Absolutely. You got to get Carr a running game, too. You absolutely yeah, have to get rid of fucking Marshawn. I mean, it's. And he's he not worth it. Free agent. Is he? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, thing. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. I'm honestly, I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. But I don't. I don't think I. I'm gonna agree with you, Rick. I don't know. I. I just. Maybe I don't he know. needed the weapons. Yeah. Maybe he needs Antonio Brown, I mean, and you, maybe Antonio Brown makes Derek Carr look like the stud instead mm-hmm. of the opposite way around. Maybe yeah. Derek Carr throws it up, and uh, Antonio good. Brown catches everything. Yeah. I mean, I. Would, I yeah. Totally not sold on Derek Carr, though. See, see you guys have now have a receipt. You have Antonio Brown, you paid him, and you have that extra one. Some people will say, oh, I'd rather pay Cooper, but you have that extra one to build. Maybe, I don't know, I don't think about a playoff, playoff run a little too far-fetched, but they hit in the draft, they're not too far, maybe a year ahead of schedule on what they thought. So, I like them. I, I, I Just Derek Carr is my big question. That's okay. my big question for the Oakland Raiders. I think, and also with the Raiders, in a League that's kind of transitioning more to a tight end, like throwing to your tight ends and your tight ends being your guys with Williams now and Antonio Brown, it opens up the opens up the whole middle for Derek Cook. Yeah, so I think I think if I think if Derek Carr can in, incorporate Jared Cook into the offense and do it well, I think Jared Cook might be one of your top tight ends. Imagine if they bring him back. He's visiting the Saints either tonight oh, or tomorrow. I know that's the free agent. There, it's likely he goes back there if they go anywhere near the contract from what I read. But, I mean, the Saints might be enticing. Is he restricted or unrestricted? Unrestricted. So the Saints might be enticing. That's a big move for the Saints. If the that Saints would be get a huge pickup. Pick that's right. a huge pickup for the Saints if that one happens. But that can be discussed at a later yeah. time. Let's transition to our third winner. It's the Baltimore Ravens picking up Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram. What do you guys think about that one? I know they lost uh, some key players on their defense from last year, but the, the Earl Thomas uh, signing is definitely big. And I like the Mark Ingram signing to go along with the offense. They still got Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson. He's going to be great. I think he's going to have a good future. Yeah. He got some stuff to work on. I see TK. I'll let him talk in a second. I'm with you, sweetie. Lamar Jackson, listen, he could be the next Michael Vick. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to say it right now. But anyway, before we get too, too, too into receivers. it. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I want to see the TK is bashing his head that you just called him the next Michael Vick. I'll go next. I'll go next. Go ahead, If you really think Lamar Jackson is going to be the next Mike Vick, you are out your goddamn mind. The dude can't throw the ball more than 10 goddamn yards. All he can do is run. He's not a real goddamn quarterback. I can't stand the guy. They lost a lot of their defense. They picked up Mark Ingram, who's only complimented by fucking um, the dude from, oh, my God, I can't think of his name. Was that? Yeah, Kamara. I mean, I think he was a big, big help down there, but I don't think he's going to be. 
that much bigger over in Baltimore. So you don't think Mark Ingram's going to be able to run the ball as well? Better than Alex Collins? I mean, Alex Collins didn't have a terrible year. Terrible year from a fantasy point of view. He had a terrible point of view. He did absolutely nothing. (laughs) He might have scored it. I want to know. Someone look up how many touchdowns Alex Collins scored this season because I guarantee you it might be two. Mark Ingram isn't going to be that much of a help. Can, can, and can I say ben, and let me know how many touchdowns Mark Ingram has because I know it's well over five. Uh, no, let me ask you You know that the, the the duo they had in New Orleans. Can Mark Ingram be that good, or was Alvin Kamara able to be that good? And Ingram was just benefiting off Kamara. Now Ingram is that number right, one seven. running back. Not can great. he be that good? Not great. Alex Collins had seven touchdowns. Somebody Not look great. up how many Mark Ingram scored. I'm doing it right now. Okay. I, I just and their rush yards. If you're going to go down and compare touchdowns to touchdowns, I want to compare. He had six. Mark Ingram had six. <laughs> yeah, he was That's suspended, fine. though, wasn't he? He, he was, was suspended yeah. for four. And now, and then you have to compare, like, their yards. He was sharing, he was sharing the ball, too. And this is going to be his, like, it's going to be his backfield. Or the sharing yeah, the but most of the running now comes from Lamar Jackson. That's well, I feel like that but they didn't have the run game with Alex Collins. That's what I'm saying. He was not now they the have oh. a running back who can be relied on. You couldn't see, rely on Alex Collins. I see your point. I just want to see. He got stuck. Mark Ingram is now the one. Can he, at that age, keep it going? What he had in New Orleans. If he, 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 the, he, he needs to be complimented by a wide receiver. Yeah. He needs you need the receiving options to where you can throw the ball. Lamar Jackson can run the ball if he needs to, or then he then can also rely on his run game. But if you solely rely on a run game and you have no other options, of course it's not going to work because defenses are going to stop you. Lamar Jackson also got to learn how to hold on to the ball. That dude fumbles more than anybody. I chill, dude. It was his rookie. Oh, my God. It was his time. I don't care if you're a rookie. You should still know how to co- What was that dude from uh, Friday Night Lights where they had to tape the ball into the guy's hand? <laughs> that is the hard tax, dude. We'll see. I actually think the Ravens will use one of the draft picks. Well, the draft pick they got from uh, Denver for Flacco. I think they're going to move up. A couple picks depending on how far they go, but I think they're going to ID a guy wide receiver, and they're going to go get somebody. In you have to get a wide receiver. Uh, they, there's no doubt in my mind. I will take that to the bank. There's no doubt in my mind that we'll be drafting a wide receiver at the first round, and I think we'll move up to do it. DJ uh, Metcalf? Maybe. Move up that high and get him? Who knows? We'll see. Let's talk about some losers here, fellas. City of New York. Bunch of losers in the city of New York. Trading away. We'll start with the Giants. Away. Odell Beckham and Olivier Vernon, and now you're stuck with your 38-year-old quarterback. I, I don't understand. Yes, they have Saquon, but now the they're ankle now they're <laughs> love to see. <sit. laughs> I just don't see why get rid of Odell. Like I, I I don't know. I'm not the Giants. Hats off. You fucked up again, Gettleman. Yeah, they said he was even shocked, kind of about the move. He was the one yeah. in in. in January, I believe, that said we signed Odell not to trade him. That was six days ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was not even a week ago he said that. But I think, I mean, you can't come out and say that you're open to trading him. You will not get the number one pick a third. I mean, that's good value back for a guy. I mean, look with Antonio Brown. He was going out there saying he wants to trade and doing all this shit. All they got was a third round pick for him. You go out, there's no word that they're looking to trade him. They're just willing to listen and if they get blown away, you hear that all the time. They got a one for him, a three. Jabril Peppers, he's a burger. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, you did get a one. And that's a big piece in the NFL. I mean, it's a mid-first-round pick. They have, what, the sixth pick in the draft now. They got 17. 
they need to start somewhere. It's not the worst return, but at the same time, you just traded, as Rick called him earlier. First of all, I, I disagree with you. It was the worst trade. It was a terrible trade. Odell Beckham is a generational talent. He's a top five wide receiver. You, you get them draft picks, and how many times do draft picks turn into nothing? You oh, have a off. solidified player, a, a solidified superstar. Yeah, he brought a little bit of extra shit, but it's Odell Beckham. These draft picks, they, they just don't make up for Odell. No, I'm not, dude, I'm not defending their move. I'm just saying from their standpoint, if they're going full rebuild, that's not the worst thing to start with is a first-round pick. But I, I agree with you. Why would why would you trade a guy like that unless you're scared he's not signing by the time his contract's up? And it's gonna let's be honest, it's gonna take them three or four years to get on track. Yeah. But I mean, you trade a guy like that, I still think you should get more. I but a first round pick, I won't. I was trying points. to find the tweet so I could read it directly. I think my favorite tweet that I saw about this trade was a Philly reporter had made a comment about selling Saquon high to go along with all the great deals that you've made so far this year. Uh, sarcasm. Cue the sarcasm, right. obviously. But I was, cra- I thought it was the best, the best tweet that I saw in regard to that. But I definitely think they. Uh, a friend of mine's a Giants fan, and I texted him right away, and I was like, "Oh, bummer. Talk about your rebuild. <laughs> Just took a couple steps back, and they're furious. In fear, they're. I, I would be furious. So, good. how do you stick to? How do you stick with? You had the opportunity to land Foles. Yeah, yeah. You had every opportunity to lure him to his to the Philadelphia rival and have that rivalry here. Mid December, you could be playing Foles versus Wentz, and it would have been a great storyline. It would suck if you know, as Eagles fans, it ended up not favoring us. But it would have been a smart move for the Giants. Mm-hmm. How do you stick by Eli and let go, like you said, a generational wide receiver who's arguably, when his head is in the game. The best in the league. Yeah, and, and there, a lot of people are saying they're locked in on Dwayne Haskins going. I believe six they have. You're getting a young quarterback. Why not just keep Odell and hope that that young quarterback is something? Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't. Luckily, I don't care for the Giants at all. So it's, good for, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's great for us NFC East fans. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm so I, I am. I, I don't know why I'm even stressing, but it's just like. Just, this I could be a GM in the NFL. That's <laughs> a joke. You're stressing, you're stressing because if this was our team, you'd be ripping your hair off too. But you love to see this trade happen. Definitely oh. love to see it happen, as long as it's but, a division rival. <laughs> and now my team. Let's talk about the other New York team, the New York Jets. They signed Le'Veon Bell. Is that a, a that makes them losing, right? I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Do they have a receiver? Okay, he's Can the best. He granted. He, it was a money move. He took the money. I don't think he put himself in the position to win a championship, obviously. I don't think this team is anywhere near ready to win a championship. Kind of what placed them in the loser's column. You spent a lot of money on a running back. Do running backs necessarily win you a Super Bowl? No. What's their offensive line look like? Like you said, they have one wide receiver. And he's not even a one. It's Robbie Anderson. He's probably a he's a, he's all right too. I like him. He could, he's a one trick pony though. It's just down the field. What's their cap space look like after? They got a good. Bit they still the, have a ca- good cap space. I think they. I, I could be wrong. I think they have a decent amount. Nothing crazy. Yeah, because now you need to go out and get a number one wide receiver. Golden Tate. That's not. He's not a number, number one. one. He can help. He can help, but he's not your number one. There's no number one out there. That's the only thing. I mean, he's the best available. Be a trade, maybe that's. He, I don't know if he wants to go there though. This, they should have tried for a bell. One thing I want to say about this whole New York Jets situation is 
not only are the Jets losers because they 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 didn't do enough to put themselves in a situation to win, and two, Le'Veon Bell's a loser because he didn't put himself in a situation to win. He put yeah. himself. He's he's he in this league for the money. Yeah, he put no himself doubt. in a situation to increase his bank account, and that's about it. And it kind of makes you question him as an athlete. Like you talk to athletes, and they want to win championships. Right. Team players that take pay cuts to win Super Bowls. They want the Super Bowl, and they want to win a championship. That's what he should have looked for. He should have looked for someone that was going to give him money, but was also going to give him the ability to win a Super Bowl. Right. Because at the end of the day. You could be Le'Veon Bell and be one of the best running backs to play the game, but if you don't have any rings to back it up, are you really the greatest? And he was the whole thing with the holdout was he didn't. He said he didn't really care about the money. But he cared about the money. Was now all you can see he, he cares about the money. If he didn't care about the money, he'd play for the Eagles right now. Yeah. Yeah. Are we sold that Sam Darnold is legit? No. No. Exactly. No. Exactly. They have so They're much to blow. work on. They're going to blow yeah. up. I do like them signing CJ Mosley though. I think they're really great signing. You need somebody to anchor a defense down. I mean, Jamal Adams, he's already a pro bowler. That dude's a stud. And you gotta start somewhere on defense. They still have a ton of work to do. They need to hit the draft. I think that was the only good move. I like Alyssa said and Rick said, I just don't know how Le'Veon makes sense for a team that's kind of I mean, they're a bottom they're right now they're a bottom feeder team until they prove it until they prove they're not. And I, I mean, you can start somewhere, but I mean, I just don't see Darnold being the answer unless he takes major strides this year. Still no receiving, not a good offensive line, okay defense. I at best right now. The city of New York's just a shit show right now for football. I, I don't understand it. Best football. That is fine. We're talking football here, but you want to get into other sports. Well, the Knicks are... <laughs> <laughs> Until they get Kyrie and Kennedy. Another topic, but, another time. <laughs> we're going to take another commercial break here. We'll come back. We'll talk some more football, which is... Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. We're, uh, we're going to talk about some Eagle football now. Sean Jackson is now a Philadelphia Eagle once again. He's traded for, a, I believe, a sixth-round pick this year's draft and a seventh next year. <laughs> They didn't give up a lot in my eyes for a guy who could still put the burners on. And we all know when they had a guy stretch the field, they went on to win a Super Bowl and they had Torrey Smith stretch the field for Alshon and Ertz. What do you guys think? I think it's a great pickup for him. Yeah, I mean, one, he's way better than Torrey Smith at stretching the field. Torrey Smith didn't catch the ball. Deshaun Jackson catches the ball. Bringing in 800 yards last year, four touchdowns. And he led the league in yards per catch, which was 19. 18.9 to be exact, but yeah. and he could still get it going yeah. at that year at age 32. I love it. He uh, lined him up next to uh, Ertz and uh, Jeffrey uh, Aguilar. I think it's a great move for the Eagles bringing him back. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's one of the best ball trackers in the game. I mean, for a guy, Carson has a strong arm. You just hum it up to him. And yeah. even if not, you're still opening up the field for Alshon. You're opening it for Ertz. There's so many more things you can do with him. Not, not, not only that, but the guys that could benefit Dallas Goddard or backup. Yeah, Dallas yeah. Aguilar gets to go back at his home in his slot for the Eagles. I, I can't drive enough that they I'm going to throw you for a loop here. Love it. Love yeah. the move. Big fan of D-Jack. Happy to have him back. Talk about him opening up space. Does this make 
Zach Ertz still his safety net? Is this what we're going to see again? And is this going to be an issue to where he has D-Jack down the field, but he doesn't throw to him? He's going to throw. Does he try to go to Ertz? And are we going to see a repeat of this year? And is that also going to give us an unhappy Deshaun Jackson? I still think Ertz will be the safety blanket no matter what who we have in here. Ertz is just that check down, dude. You know he's going to get you that first down. We need it. But they didn't have that. But not always. But now, we, we saw that this year. Ertz was the issue, that he was always going to Ertz, and he was missing looks. He was missing the open man down the field. That's where our problem lied with Carson Wentz this year. Another thing with Carson Wentz down the field, I don't think he had the most confidence in no. his ball down the field. No, he there wasn't a high completion percentage. Now, that also comes into play with the fact that he was not fully healthy. He mm-hmm. couldn't rely on his legs. You can see that he wasn't totally turning and using his hips for his throws. So a healthy Carson Wentz, maybe not. Maybe he comes back, he's fully healthy, and he looks for he, – he, he starts hitting his looks. But I do think that if any of that – any of the controversy with Carson Wentz that has come in this offseason, I do feel as if he does throw the ball – he doesn't throw the ball down the field to D-Jack or to Alshon, and he constantly is looking and hitting for um, Ertz, and it's not getting us where we need to be. I do think that's going to create a problem with Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. and his ego. I agree. I mean, you got to you got to get away from Ertz at some point. No. I mean, he was phenomenal last year, but he was also a problem. So you got you got to stray away from him. You got to start looking at he. Wentz didn't really throw a lot of fifty fifty balls. So well, okay, so if if Wentz hits Deshaun week one deep, and then week two he hits him deep again for a touchdown. Now you can't play the Eagles. Oh, they're going to throw it hurts. Right. So that's the thing they brought him. You, if they can hit on it, that Eagles offense can be explosive. That's what I mean. He has to hit on yeah. Like yeah. Wentz has to look for him. And to that point, I mean, look, Torrey Smith was not a reliable deep threat. Mike Wallace never stayed on the field past what uh, a game. Never got to play at all. Oh yeah, he didn't play until the end. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. He got hurt in the Tampa Bay game versus uh, Deshaun's former team. Now I think it's just like, dude, he's going to be there. You're not going to second-guess throwing that ball up. And I think you'll see more 2017 went when you've seen Aguilar open downfield a ton and he wasn't afraid to throw it up at all. And those deep balls were beautiful. He's Absolutely. A, he's a big body. He might be skinny, but he's tall. He can go up there no. and get it with the best. I think yes. anyone ever called Deshaun a he's big not, body, my guy. He's, well, he's, he's, yeah. he's over six foot for that kid to fly. I, I he's, he's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. Play yeah, the, the, you can't forget any of the crazy plays that he has brought to Philadelphia Eagles fans. I mean, since he entered the league, he has more 40-yard uh, complete or catches over 40 yards than six other NFL teams have in his career span. And what's he been around? About eight, nine years offhand, maybe a little more, little, like probably right around that ballpark. 16. That's a lot. He, he's probably the best deep threat in the game when he was in his prime, and I don't think he's completely he done has, yet. Yeah, he hasn't lost his Yeah, I don't think he's completely done yet. I think the Eagles got him on a three-year deal. I think he'll be good for at least two, if not the whole thing. And I think him coming back here, like Philly, he loved Philly. Like, there was a connection. I, he wasn't supposed was to leave when he fault. left. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to leave when he left. Yeah, but people so. tend to not realize that he also left for not like – it was more like – like his outside of the football locker room lifestyle is what got him. Is what is what got him cut from from what if you dig deeper into it, it was his outside life that wasn't there. I think that's 50 50 because I go look at Shady, you didn't really have that much going on either like that. He had a uh, criminal 
suit against him. He wasn't that near Buffalo though? No, that was here in Philly. Was, yeah, Philadelphia. He kicked the. Well, I know, I know it was here, but wasn't no, he, wasn't he on the Bills when that no, happened? He, that's see, that's what Eagles fans don't know. He apparently, he allegedly, I don't know if he was ever convicted, so cue the alleged, kicked a girl out on the turnpike in like the freezing cold off of like a party bus or something like that, and there was like a civil suit filed against him or something. I don't think I ever heard of. Nope, no one did. <laughs> you gotta dig deeper into it. Now, like I said, allegedly, I don't know that he was ever convicted or how far the charges went. It was years ago. I never really delved too far into it, but I do um, know that that was passed around the... I know what I'm doing around the podcast. my alleged. It wasn't alleged. It was, he was accused. I don't know if he was actually charged or any of those things after that. But allegedly that happened. The Eagles didn't only get the Sean Jackson so far in this offseason. They got Malik Jackson, a former defensive tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars, three year, $30 million deal. I believe 13 mil was guaranteed out of that. Hey, you can get at the quarterback. It's not a, a, a wild pickup, but it's going to help Fletcher Cox. Absolutely. So, especially uh, losing Bennett, I like that. I like that. Yeah. You also lose. Tim Jerrigan, though. Yeah, so you Tim do Jerrigan need too. to still – you still need somebody. You still need – you're still missing. You're still lacking there. The biggest hole that they need to fill right now is the running back situation. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody agrees with my theory, but I'm a strong believer in Josh Adams. I think you give him a shot, go out and sign some. – you're going to lose Sproles. Sproles is as much as we all hate to admit it. We love him. Go out and sign someone like TJ Yeldon. He can fill Sproles' position, which we know works in our offense. But you can also go and draft a running back, draft a strong running back, mm-hmm. who, if Josh Adams doesn't work out, is going to work out in place of Josh Adams. Yeah, and the year they went on the Super Bowl run, Roy Clement was Absolutely. stellar for them. Use the committee. And at the end of last year, Wendell Smallwood popped out of nowhere and was a big reason why they got to the playoffs. So they got a lot of guys to plug in. It's they just got to get you, that. You need, you, you need a LeGarrette Blount. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. The year they went to the Super Bowl, they had that powerhouse talent. He will drag people. I would bring him back here in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I watched him when I was in New England, and standing up close and personal next to LeGarrette Blount, he's a big dude. He will drag people with him four yards, and that's what they need, someone who is going to power right up the middle and put the ball over the goal line. Yep. <laughs> Another thing I want to add, the Eagles actually had, they're lucky to have a lot of the team players that let them restructure their deal, too. Oh, absolutely. That's a big, that's a thing that makes a team a, team. a winning team. Yeah, players absolutely. that want to win Super Bowls, not two, players that are looking for the two money. Two guys that stick out was Lane Johnson saved seven and a half in cap space, and McLeod, I believe it was seven million mm-hmm. he took in a McLeod was huge, yeah. or was a huge pay They were the two that stuck out to me. I know Peters, he, he took a little less. Not they, much, but he still took a little less. Say Kelsey, he restructured. They just extended him. They extended him, but I think I believe most of his money is at the back end of the contract. Yeah, I, I think it. I'd have to check on that. I'm not a hundred percent. But the Eagles still have questionable need at the offensive uh, offensive, offensive line. line. Is can Peter stay healthy for him? Can if Peter not, stay healthy? And you're losing Stefan. Yeah, losing with this. So they got some with with Brooks coming on. Can't spit his name out, right? And yeah, do you trust that he's going to be fully healthy? They say that it should take longer than he. Like he shouldn't be ready for the pre for her. Yeah, he shouldn't be ready for the season. I and you need someone yeah. that's going to fill in as your number two if he's not ready. I seen a report that he's out of the walking boot, but I mean that doesn't mean he's going to be one. Like right. your point, that doesn't mean he's going to be fully ready to go. And that's, I don't want him if he's not. Healthy. It's not an injury. It's not worth it. It's not an injury you want to mess with tearing your Achilles. Absolutely. You want him a hundred percent. 
for when he comes back. Absolutely. And if he has to sit out the season, he needs to sit out the season so he can come back fresh for the next season. Yeah. That's I mean, just... I can't think of any other holes as the O-line, the running backs, where the Eagles that they got to fill is... Linebackers. Line, yes. Linebacker. 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 Jordan, Jordan Hicks. Hicks is huge. Got to replace Darby as well. If, if Darby leaves. If he leaves. But hey, apparently, right as of now, he wants to be in Philly. Philly wants him here. We'll see if that pans out. We don't know yet, but... That'll do it for this podcast here, fellas. For myself, Ricky, TK, Big Yeg, Smoot, and Alyssa, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night.